friends, and welcome to Grove Moments. I'm your host, Sherry Thrower, with the Grove Jesus Music. And today, I want to chat with you about Angels in the Outfield. I know, I stole that title from a movie (laughs) because I want to use it for my podcast. And I admit it, you know, that was a great movie. I wish I had made up the title. I didn't, but it does go along with what I want to talk about. So yeah, I borrowed, I'm not going to say stole. I borrowed the movie title. And the reason why I got that idea about angels is because, well, I'm a member of an online Facebook group called Friends in the Spirit 111, led by my friend Eddie Luisi, stage manager of Good Morning America. So hello to all the wonderful friends in Friends in the Spirit 111, if they're listening, and to Eddie. And, well, this week Eddie posted something that said this, wherever you go, may your guardian angel watch over you. And I loved that, and I believe that. And that saying struck up a conversation with several of us in a group who claimed that we have seen angels. And this group is filled with friends from different denominations and even different religions. And I found the conversation very interesting. So I'll ask you, have you ever seen an angel? Well, I have, and I want to tell you about it. But first, I want to give a scripture reference to see what God says about it. And it's found in Psalm 91:11, where it says this, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. I believe that. Every time I got in the car with my daddy growing up, because, <laughs> man, he must have had a whole host of angels protecting him while he drove. He could zoom around those curves, let me tell you. And anyone who's ever ridden in the car with my dad's probably saying amen right now. Um, or he used to drive like that. You know, he has Alzheimer's now and does not drive anymore. But I'm sure there was just a host of angels all around that car on top of it everywhere. Well, you know, that's a wonderful promise to have angelic assistance. But I want to take us to the first part of Psalm 91 because the angelic assistance there is among a long list of benefits that come from the first few words that's found in Psalm 91. Notice what it says. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Now, some translations say that as secret place. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly plague he will cover you with his feathers under his wings you will find refuge his faithfulness is a shield and a rampart you will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness nor the calamity that destroys at noon though a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand no harm will come near you you will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. And it goes on and on about this one word, dwelling. All those things I just read are a package deal with dwelling, even angelic assistance, he who dwells. So here's my story about angels. One night, my daughter was about three years old, and she and I both saw an angel in our house. And It was the first house we ever lived in when my kids were little. And my husband at the time, who is deceased now, 
was sitting in his recliner and my daughter was with me on the couch and she kept looking around me waving and she was not waving at her dad she was waving and even throwing kisses <laughs> to an area to his left actually and we watched her wondering who and what she was talking to or interacting with and we thought well you know maybe it's just imaginary an imaginary friend i mean we didn't know but her dad got up and went to the back of the house for a second and my daughter said where's daddy's angel and her dad came back into the room and she said oh there he is there's daddy's angel well it was close to her bedtime and we took her to bed and she started playing peekaboo with whatever <laughs> what she was seeing and she was laughing and she went to bed happy and we went to bed and fell asleep but you know at midnight i heard three chimes ring and it woke me up and it woke my husband up and i said did you hear that and he said i did he said what do you think that was and i turned over to face him and i said i don't know but there is about a seven feet tall angel right beside you and he's white and he's wearing armor and I saw a protective warrior type angel beside my husband. And then it faded out. And I started telling him about it. And he was like, just stop. <laughs> he didn't want to know anything about it. <laughs> he didn't want to look at it. He just like, don't, don't tell me. I don't want to know. But I did see it. And I think that's the one my daughter saw. But you know, there are many stories about angels. Even the late Reverend Billy Graham wrote a book about angels, and it's called Angels, God's Secret Agents. I have other stories. I've even heard the sound of an angelic choir at my church. I was not the only one. And my pastor did, and many people in the congregation of about 3,000 did. I have friends with stories of being rescued from car accidents, led out of places by people and all of a sudden they disappeared and and this unexplained help and they called they called it angelic assistance well psalm 91 mentions help promised to dwellers he who dwells i asked at the beginning of this podcast have you ever seen an angel but maybe the better question is are you dwelling are you aligning yourself to be in position to receive all the benefits of Psalm 91? Are you dwelling in the secret place? Are you dwelling in the shelter of the Most High? And what is the secret place anyway? Well, the Jerusalem Bible puts it very well as it says this. If you live in the shelter of Elion and make your home in the shadow of Shaddai, you can say to Yahweh, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Those names are so important and so dear to us as Christians. I know of no other name where we can find shelter and a refuge and a secret place. These verses clearly strike a chord with what we read in Proverbs 18.10 where it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. You know, I have friendships that are close, but I have friends. I have those friends with whom there is an intimacy, and you do too. And maybe it's your spouse or one of your children or your grandmother even. Whoever it is in your life that knows you like no one else, that relationship. And that's what a dweller is. 
someone who is in close relationship with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Father. And friend, no one knows you better than Jesus. But how well do you know him? You know you can. And maybe you're listening today and and Jesus is saying to you, wherever you are right now, I want you to know me deeper and better. I want you to have that intimacy with me. I want you to dwell with me today in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit. And friend, if you feel that's you and the Lord is calling you aside to the secret place, go and be with him. Ask him to show you great and marvelous things you do not know because he will, because his word says he will. In Jeremiah 33, 3, it says this, call unto me and I will show you great and marvelous things that you do not know. So maybe a prayer for today is, Father, I just want to dwell with you today. I want to know you in intimacy. Jesus, I want intimacy with you. I want you to show me great marvelous things I do not know. And hey, what if that includes an angel? Well, here's the Grove Jesus music artist Renee Bieberstein playing some beautiful piano music. Now, I usually play songs, but today um, I just feel like it wouldn't it be nice to have just the piano and God's voice speaking to you, just you and God alone dwelling. Here's Renee playing Abide With Me. (laughs) 